This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. Coming up today on the big show, Jason Rylander is here. That means great humor, great information, and a very fun fast five. It's all coming up next. I won't ever understand my shorties be mad when all I want to do is stick my toes in the sand. There's nothing wrong with champagne, dancing and such, but the nightlife in the city don't impress me much. I don't feel right in the club, I'd rather be out Sitting in my 14-footer catching some trout The fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm F-I-S-H-I-I-N, Paul Bunyan Country If you're fascinated by what you're hearing today Bemidji State University might be the place for you when it comes to college. They're located amid the lakes and forests of the Northwoods, and it's the only place in Minnesota where you can earn a four-year degree in aquatic biology. It's a state-of-the-art program on the shores of Lake Bemidji, giving you high-tech lakeside facilities and ample opportunity for research and a hands-on education. You can choose fisheries biology, aquatic systems, or wetlands ecology. An aquatic biology education at Minnesota's premier Northwoods University it's the right fit for you. Visit BemidjiState.edu. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Hey, we are checking in with uh, Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. Uh, Jason, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Kel. Always a pleasure. Uh, you were hanging out at the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic this past weekend. Dan Fuller and Pat McSherry win it all. Um, boy, there's some nice fish brought in. Well, I shouldn't say brought in. There were some nice fish photographed and released. Yeah, uh, talking to everybody, I mean, I know most of the guys that fished that one. Uh, if the bite, if that weather had stayed consistent, I think you would have saw even better weights. That lake is loaded with a lot of nice fish right now, and... Uh, yeah, what a fun day. Uh, Dan's one of my very best friends. I know Pat pretty well, so uh, we did a little celebrating Saturday <laughs> evening. It was fun. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a big haul for them, including the big fish of the tournament, nine plus pounds. Um, boy, it's it's just a fun event to be a part of, and and obviously, you know, it's a pretty elite tournament. You look at those hundred teams; they are all really good. Yeah, there's. Uh, Winning that derby is nothing to shake a stick at. Uh, you've got 200 incredible anglers launching at 7 a.m. that Saturday morning in Christian Lake. They all know very, very well. There ain't no secrets out there. And it's, uh, you know, who's got the, the right program and at the right spot at the right time and put all the pieces together. And, and this year it was Dan and Pat and, and kudos to them and, and all the other teams that made the top 10. I think there was, of the top ten, I think there was only two guys in there that I didn't know. Wow! So I got, I got to high five and hug a lot of friends. Yeah, just, absolutely. Well, you know, you've been out fishing and guiding, and when we were talking last week, you indicated not so much on Lake Bemidji. But what are you finding out there right now? Oh, I'm playing with my small lakes up north, uh, Black Duck, Turtle River, Big Turtle. Uh, I snuck up to Red even once, but. Uh, it's it's that it's my favorite time of year. It's 
guiding this time of year is pretty easy. The fish cooperate. In fact, I guided I guided Saturday while the guys are fishing the tournament, and I actually had a friend and his son up and let those boys put the hurt on a bunch of fish and. Bugs are starting to hatch, and my nightcrawler bite's going, so it's my favorite time of year. The next two, three weeks is uh, just primo primal for, for fishing, and especially the way I like to fish, running those nightcrawlers. Well, I, it, it's been a good year. I think Bemidji started out a little slow. Red Lake started out hot. It stayed hot. Um, I'm hearing lots of great reports from you know the big factories, the walleye factories, yep. And that there's just a ton of year classes in there that uh, that means we're probably going to be in some prime walleye time for the next three, four years at least. Oh, well, Bemidji's just a fish factory. That thing continues every year to uh, to pick out great year classes of fish. Um, Red Lake, it seems like they've got a pretty dang good handle on that. That's been consistent over the years. And... You know, you go just a little bit to the east over to Winnie, and boy, does that lake get, keep getting brought up in my circle. And just the incredible amount of fish in Winnie right now, and all the sizes. I mean, you can go out there and get your, your limit in the slot to get, keep and eat, but then you're also going to, that's kind of the toughest part, because you're battling too many big fish, which is <laughs> a pretty fun problem to have, right? Yes. Yeah. There are worse problems. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I'm sure everybody's just basically going after walleyes right now because the bite is so good. Uh, but what have you heard from any other species, or what have you experienced? Uh, noticed uh, this weekend bluegills. Bluegills had been. I mean, on the lakes I've been fishing, I've been picking up a few of them running, running live bait stuff on the edge. But uh, really cooled down over the weekend, and I think that's because they've slid up and they're on their beds, okay. uh, doing their spawning thing. Uh, this. I leave those spawning fish alone. I've got an affinity for bluegills, especially big ones. So when they're doing their thing, I let them be. Um, I saw, I talked to Matt Brewer, and Tate's been making him get out and bass fish a little bit. <laughs> and in you know, that time of year right now, too, where you can get those smallmouth off the beds are pretty fun to catch. I mean, you know, I don't feel too, as bad about catching them and releasing them back and let them sit there. You, let, you catch them and let them go, and they swim right back to their bed anyway. They're, they're there to protect it, but it is fun to set a hook in them and reel them in a little bit, especially the, the way you can do it sight fishing those. This time of year is pretty dang fun. And then, of course, we got, I haven't been out and chased muskies yet and probably won't for, for a little while, a few weeks yet, but you know that opened up now, and guys are out chasing them, and I'm seeing a lot of pictures come across my social media that guys are seeing some success already with those how fast the water temps warmed up. I'm sure those muskies are going a little earlier than normal. You mentioned you you love those northern lakes. What is it about those lakes north of Bemidji that you like so much? Well, they're close to my house. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> That's one. But, no, I just I enjoy fishing, you know, quote-unquote, the smaller lakes a little bit. Um, they're so dang good. Fishing can be so good. Um Try, you know, they're small enough where you can go to some of your go-to spots but still have the time to go try two or three different spots or new spots just to go see, you know, take a look at them or you graph a fish there or try it. And I just, I don't know, just got an affinity for those little ones, I guess. 
Jason Rylander, North Country Guide Service, is my guest. We're talking smaller lakes in the Bemidji area. We'll talk more on that topic and several others when we come back. Hey, I'm Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. My backs are hurt from carrying Kev Jackson for all these years. Go one step further into the outdoors this summer and experience the incomparable natural wonder of Bemidji, the first city on the Mississippi. Bemidji features abundant access to the great outdoors with over 400 pristine lakes, perfect for canoeing, paddleboarding, and over 160 miles of trails that run through the northern Minnesota landscape. Plan your next great outdoor adventure today at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points to further. I'm Will Pampoos and Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because Pat Jackson needs all the help he can get. Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service, my guest today. We're talking about those smaller lakes north of Bemidji. Big turtle, considered a smaller lake, but just loaded with fish of all species, basically, except for maybe muskies. Yeah, yeah that's about the only thing that probably isn't. I mean, and they're... Uh, I bet there's a handful of them in there that just have worked their way up the system. Um you know, that yeah. is connected to Cat Lake. Right. Somehow. Right. But, uh, no, that Big Turtle is one of my favorite lakes to fish. I mean, right now, walleyes can be good, and later in the year, if fishing gets tough, you can go to Big Turtle and just kind of do whatever and catch a little bit of everything and, and get your get clients setting hooks between the, the great bluegill fishing they have out there, crappie fishing. There's, well, there's pike in every lake, but you know, you catch some of those, and then the largemouth and smallmouth on top of that that you can catch just dragging some live bait around. It's a, it's a fun little lake, fun fishery. You can hide out of the wind if the weather's bad. You want to go to it in an, on an adventure, you can get up into Little Turtle. You can go into Mobile. It's a fun one, especially for people out of town. It's a fun one to bring people to and explore on. So uh, I know you said you haven't been on Bemidji a whole lot, but uh, when you were on Bemidji even last year, are you starting to see differences due to the zebra mussels? Oh, yeah. Um, for a guy that hasn't stepped up into the forward-facing sonar technology yet, um, you know, that's going to be more of a tool for sure, side imaging, because you're not going to be able to to rig over these fish like we used to be able to. I mean, they're going to be a little bit more spooky. Not to say that you can't catch fish rigging. I know the team that took third place in the in the Knights of Columbus caught all their fish rigging. So that's still going to work. It's still going to be a thing. But, uh, you know, pitching jigs and throwing bobbers and getting stuff out away from the boat is going to become a more of a prominent thing. I'm guessing we're going to see weeds that are starting. I mean, I've already noticed the weeds getting thicker, growing a little deeper. That's going to start to happen more and more. It's going to push, probably push fish a little deeper just because the weed lines are going to be deeper. And, and then, of course, you're going to have, I mean, Bemidji's always had a night bite, but that might even get more more prolific. Just, you know, they're, the clearer the water, the more that night bite yeah. goes. I mean, you see that on casts. I talked to a lot of guys, I only go up to casts at dark and rush run cranks and we can or fish. Yeah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Not that you can't catch fish during the day, but... Like crystal clear water makes a for a pretty terrific night bite. Nice. Well, you know, I didn't hear so much about it on uh, the Knights of Columbus with the top ten. They may have been doing it, but didn't didn't mention it. But boy, uh, talking to the top twenty at the Leech Lake tournament the weekend before, 
uh, Bobbers was mentioned by at least 15 of them, maybe even more. Yeah, I know I know the winners of the Knights of Columbus used a little bit of bobber action. Um, and that's uh, that's been a fun thing. I mean, that's the last handful of tournaments I fished, you know, especially with Dan uh, last year. I mean, that's what we were doing uh, when we were on Otter Tail Fish at Lung Media. That was our program was bobbers and crawlers or bobbers and leeches and just the the variety of ways that uh, you see guys set up those bobbers now, it's its something. I mean, 15 years ago, I, I guarantee you, fishing Paul Bunyan country, you never once talked about a bobber, right? Yeah. <laughs> now it's, uh, you know, I mean, every once in a while, pre, uh, pre-forward facing sonar, you know, you set up in a high percentage area and throw slip bobbers out. Well, now you can, you know, you're throwing that bobber on specific fish. Like, there's a fish 38 feet that way, and you can drop that leech or collar right under their head and see what they do and see how they react. It's, uh, it's something, and it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, I mean, I think you'd be tough to compete in, in, in tournaments without, without the technology now. It's, uh, it's definitely a useful tool to, to target specific bigger fish. Yeah. Wow. It's, I used them as a kid, <laughs> but, yep. but here they are. Of course, they're they're a little more sophisticated now too, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, coming down like I'm. Some of these guys that are friends of mine that are way more involved in this tournament side than I am, you know they're 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 looking for specific bobber stops, you know that aren't going to affect their line and they're going to stay put and they're. You know that aren't gonna wreck the integrity of their eight pound test or whatever they might be using. I mean, it's it's come down comes down to that. Just the bobber stop. Let alone, okay, now what kind of style of bobber do you like? Do you need it this size to hold up to the weight, and so you can see it, and so it's got good castability. I mean, there's you can get as in, intricate as you want, overthink <laughs> it all all sorts of ways. Well, we we can overthink everything in fishing in this day and age. Yeah, we. we and us in Minnesota are very, very good at that. I mean, I've talked to some guys from North Dakota, Jason Mitchell in, in particular. He's always like, you idiots in Minnesota, you overthink way too much. Just go fishing. That's that hard. <laughs> we'll wrap it up with Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service next, including his latest Fast Five. I'm Kevin Cochran of Kevin Cochran's Muskie Guide Service, and I catch fish bigger than Kev Jackson on a daily basis. If you love the outdoors and are looking for ways to align your education with future employment in the trades, Northwest Technical College in Bemidji is for you. Explore state-of-the-art technical education in six career paths, automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology, all in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods, surrounded by more than 400 lakes and, of course, limitless forests. The shortest path to your dream job and a good bite is at NTC, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Bruce Jean, and this is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We are wrapping it up with Jason Rylander of North Country Guide Service. And Jason, what's the thing we should be doing right now? Well, what worked for me Saturday was was uh, trolling night crawlers with the bug hatch happening. 
they really turned on to those, and I was going pretty darn quick. I was up to 0.7, up to one mile an hour, and when they ate that nightcrawler, there was no doubt. You weren't guessing if you had a bite. They were engulfing it, and you don't have to feed them as long, and, and boy, did we put some fish in the boat on Saturday with bringing those crawlers. So I'd be paying attention to that bug bite. I mean, even some spinners right now work great. Lean towards those mayfly colors, the oranges, the golds, uh, those kind of baits, and again, you can run some spinners. Just make it look like a bug, and you're gonna you're gonna definitely put some fish in the boat. What are some things we should be looking for, temperature wise, water temp wise, weather wise, that indicates it's time to to rethink what we're doing because the things are changing. Well, just yeah, paying attention. I mean, watch the wind. I don't necessarily fish today's wind. If the wind's been blowing out of the west for three days and then it switches to the east, I mean, there's still going to be stuff loaded on that on that old blown-in shoreline stuff or structure. And I don't. a lot of times it takes them a day or two to adjust it with a wind switch, especially if they've been consistent for a few days. But, you know, I'm seeing water temps. Oh, what were the Saturday was right around 70. Wind kind of finally settled that out. I was, I was on one of my small lakes earlier in the week and surface temp was 78 degrees wow in june but uh, it was you know you had two straight days of calm calm sun, sunny weather you know it was probably 78 degrees but only the top whatever foot six inches but and then just you know what i'm paying attention to is when i pull up to the to the access look at the poles on the dock Oh, there's mayflies on there. Oh, there's those lake flies on there. When I see that, I know the bugs are hatching, and I know that my nightcrawler bite's going to be going. Well, do you have time for a quick Fast Five before we wrap it up? Absolutely. All right. Fast Five with Jason Rhinelander. Here we go. Three. Fast Five. Question number one. Pick one. Hockey or basketball? Um, neither. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a very good winter sports fan. I guess basketball because I at least played that and understand sports a little bit. I'm not a very good Minnesotan when it comes to hockey. <laughs> okay. Question number two: baseball or football? Ooh, football. Okay. Were you were you a football star in your day? I actually, yep, I did. I played two years of college football, even. Wow. Where I at? was a lot near and a lot faster. I was prestigious Fergus Falls Community College. I was a Spartan. <laughs> All right. I was an option quarterback, nine-man football in high school, and then uh, played some receiver in college. Wow. Well, see, you're diverse. Obviously, you were a, you were an um, athlete, man. Yep, back. That's probably why my knees hurt so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. You've caught your fish. Now we're going to make them. What's the best way to prepare fish? Uh, our go-to at our house is uh, bake. Mm, healthy. Got yeah. I mean, well, frying's just a mess. I like grilling, but you're not, you can't do that. I mean, you can do it year-round, but it's kind of a pain in the butt in the winter. But uh, bake. So crunch up my favorite cracker. Cover the, the fillets in that. Uh, a little melted butter drizzled over the top of everything, and then some grated Parmesan. Oven for about eight to ten minutes at four hundred. 
served over jasmine rice. Pretty darn good. Sounds very good. Sounds very good. All right. Yeah. Question number four. What is the best Bill Murray movie? Mm, that's a great, great question. Probably Groundhog Day. Would be one of my favorite. God bless you, sir. Yes, one hundred percent. Just because I get a full dose of Bill Murray in that movie, right? Yes. He's, he's, there's not very many scenes he's well, he's in almost the whole movie, right? Correct. Yes. All right. Finally, question number five: Who is the best Seinfeld character? Oh, Kramer. Undoubtedly. That'd be easier. Hey, buddy. You, you know what? I love, you, do you know what your partner? I laugh every time I walk in Jerry's apartment. <laughs> I still watch that show. I asked if I was in high school. It's a beaut. Um, yeah, did you? Um, you know what your partner said? Matt said. What's that? He said Jerry. Oh, he's quite like the worst. He's like, yeah, he kind of holds together, but he's pretty boring, I thought. Yeah, I mean, he probably did the writing and did whatever, but no. I'm with no, you. No, it's, it's Kramer, George, Elaine, then Jerry, out of the main characters. Yeah. But then you got a, a lot of those sides. I mean, how do you not love Newman? I know, I know. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> They all make you laugh, that's for sure. All right, Jason, if people want to book you for a trip to go fishing, talk uh, Seinfeld and other stuff, uh, how can they do that? You can find out our info at northcountryguides.com. And math info is on there, or you can come direct to me, 218-766-7781. All right, Jason Rylander of uh, North Country Guide Service taking time to be with us today. Hey, Jason, thanks for taking the time today. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Kev. I love chatting with you. That's it for today's show. As always, thanks for taking time to listen. we got some great stuff coming up later in the week. We're going to hear from Nate Blazing of the Nisswa Guides League. Steve Batson's going to talk Grand Rapids area fishing. And we have another Spotlight Lake coming up. Fish out! Bob Barn, yeah! Country! Country!